online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. This is Wickham Sound. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Uh, yeah, it's Monday Movies with me, Duncan Strip, uh, joined by Luke, Toby and Mason. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So, should we take a look at the top ten films at the UK box office, please? Do you? Go, yes. Okay. Uh, last week's number ten, this week's number ten, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Great film. What else can I say? I don't know, hopefully something else. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Great film. End I of. Mean, you know, Subject, fingers done. crossed every week yeah. that there's going to be more. I uh, didn't know what to expect, loved it, very comic booky. very funny the whole way through. Go and um, see it. Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. there we go. go. Okay. What, what I said. Hang on, you can have, like, those posters, you know, Frankie says... Relax. Relax. Toby says... Go and see it. That was yeah. terrible, yeah. Toby says... Is, is, it, still the, is oh. it still in the cinema? Yes, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. How many? Hence, it's still how many? Sorry, it's in four hundred and forty-five. All oh, right, still quite a few. So, as yeah. of last week, and I think we'll go. Through, we might get time to go through the Oscar nominations. I think you got nominated. It's probably going to win. You got nominated for yeah, best animated film. Yes, funnily enough. Yeah, <laughs> you look uh, so confused. <laughs> best musical. <laughs> I it was best drama. Comedy. <laughs> no. Uh, last week's number nine, this week's number nine, also an animated film, just in also, case, Toby, you're also wondering. Also up for the Oscar. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes. Obviously not as good as Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. Well, I haven't seen Ralph. But oh, doing okay. better on the, uh, the film. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's doing better, true. been out a lot longer, no, but it's still, it's yes, it's done... Only by two weeks. It's done twice as much. Yeah. So, yes, it's a... Because, I think, because Ralph Breaks the Internet appeals to younger children, yeah. okay. Spider-Man is appealing to... Yeah, it is. Everybody. Really? Well, no, no I'd not say really, no. Okay. no. Late teenagers yeah. is his target audience. Okay. Say. Teenagers are always late, Toby. That's just their thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Here all week. Hilarious. Uh, all done? Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, last week's number six, this week's number eight, Bohemian Rhapsody. Unbelievably still. They're 51 and a half million pounds do at the box office. Do you know what? I saw an advert on the TV last night, yeah. and it said, in cinemas now. Mm. And I was like, it's it still in there. Yes, it's still in there. It's been in there for... How many weeks, weeks? How many do you think? Hang on. Hang on. Do, 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 uh, do, 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 I'm going to say... Do, 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 nine weeks. No. Thirteen. Oh. Thirteen weeks. Four weeks. Uh, and unbelievably... Now, I, I quite enjoyed it with my reservations. You thought it was good. Mm. But surely even you have to admit, it does not deserve to be up for best film at the Oscars, which it is. It, um, I mean, there's, there's. What else would? What would you replace it with? That's the. I don't know. Virtually anything. I mean, Hereditary, what, for example, has got Holmes and Watson. That was... All right, not virtually anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Toby. No, okay, not Holmes and Watson. Uh, Love, Love, Simon, Hereditary. Yeah. Uh, virtually anything. I don't. I don't know how it got a nomination for best film. I really. It's just. Don't. I think it's like a, a feel-good film, really, isn't it? But I mean. Is it? Well, the, the songs it? and no, okay, not feel good. Is but, it? He dies. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. Okay, may, maybe not the ending, but he the whole way through with the songs and the way he kind of I don't know, he has this kind of um, the way he talks to people and he, you know he he really believes in himself. Do you think there should be? Because we said about um, who plays Freddy, that there should be a... Um, Impersonation. Impersonate. Do you yes. think there should be a category... Because it, is it a film or is it more of a docu-film? Because like, it's more, you know, into his life. What? Bohemian uh, Rhapsody? Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's a film. Definitely a film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, OK. But then, you see, if you're having an award for best impersonation, virtually everybody in Vice would be up for an award as well. But then, isn't being an actor being an impersonating anyway? 
Uh, no, I think being an actor is creating a character, okay. not necessarily copying a character. Fair enough. Yeah, I think it's also your... Take. Yeah, your take on yeah. the role, I guess, as mm. well. Just here to stir, okay. stir it up. All right, but it's still, it's still good. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just amazed. I'm, I mean, I'm happy Oscar it's in nominee. there. I'm happy it's in there. Well, that's all that matters. Good. <laughs> Last week's number seven. <laughs> this week's number five, Bumblebee. Uh, which is the best Transformers movie. It's transformed the Transformers movies into something that it should have been all along, which is a kid's film. It's kind of a, it's a cross between E.T. and Herbie. Yes, it is. I've not seen it yet, but from the trailers and what you've <laughs> I said. I love the way you said that. Yes, it is. It is. I yes, haven't seen it, it, but yes, you're right. <laughs> you're uh, always right, don't you? You know what Herbie is, don't you, Toby? Yeah, Herbie the car. There we go, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Lindsay Lohan? Uh, well, yes. OK. Not, yes, yes but, but I was thinking more of the original Herbie. The original, yeah, but... The, yeah, OK. Yeah. But OK. I can hear music. I can hear something. I can hear yeah, voices in my I was, head. I, re- from next I reckon it's Paul Walters. I think he's a bit too loud yeah. in there doing his production. Uh, last week's number four, this week's number six, it's Aquathor slash Aquaman. Which is now officially the highest grossing DC movie ever. What? So it's beaten all the Batman films. It's beaten... What? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no, I know. <laughs> I knew we'd get that reaction. Another fact that I'm not really too keen on. Yeah. Really? Yes. What? You're talking about yes. the, the Dark Knight? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, the, Duncan? Yes. I've beaten the Dark Knight. Okay, that is it's surprising. Beaten, yeah, it's the most successful DC film ever. It's now taken here. It's that taken crazy. 21 million, but in the States it's uh, over, well overperformed. It's over a billion worldwide. Wow. Uh, and it's not great. No. But what's nice for a DC film is it, it's it's very bright and colourful and quite cheery. Yeah, it is. There are quite a few colours. <laughs> <laughs> There's red, red and, and yellow <laughs> and pink and green. I, I think I preferred it. I uh, liked it more than you did, Duncan. I think you did. But um, what, what, why are you I laughing? Don't, I don't think what's, wrong, what's wrong with you? Red and yellow. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know the rest of it. Is that it? Okay. No. Good. I can't. I just can't believe it's made that much money. No, there we go. So that's uh, Aquaman number six. Uh, this week's number five. It's the favourite to win awards. It's the, the favourite. And for a a, 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 a historical costume drama to have taken, let's have a look, eleven million at the box office is uh, incredible. Yeah, mm. that's very good. I don't quite get the awards structure because. Um, Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone have both been nominated to supporting roles, whereas Olivia Colman has got the lead actress, whereas she's got the smaller part. It gets, and by the looks of it, the thumbs up from Paul Walters. So no, he, we said, yeah, we said that last he's week. Very he good, yeah. Up, yeah. So I don't think it's deserving of all the awards that it's getting. I'll be honest. Okay, but it is still very entertaining. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Still worth seeing. Uh, last week's number three. This week's number four. Cool, blimey! It's Mary Poppins returns. <laughs> <laughs> and. If you don't like it, what are you, Luke? You are dead inside. Absolutely right. You're dead inside if you don't like it. It's fantastic. Go and see it. Toby, go and I know. see it. Look, I know. Mason, go and see it. Okay. Everybody will love to- Mary Poppins. I'm not you, Everyone will love Toby. I'm a fan of musicals. I only like I don't Greece. care. <laughs> I don't. But so you're not. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not oh, a big fan oh, of hang musicals. On. Hang on. But you do like the worst musical ever made. Grease. Unbelievable. Mason, Greece I, 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 not like Greece. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't. No, come on. I would. Well, I think. Growing up, that was. Like well, do you not find it? Do you not find it electrifying? Greece is supermatic. Greece is. Oh, Greece. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with yeah. Greece. Greece is a Greece film is about great. a lovely, lovely girl who's taught, if she wants to get on in life, become a tart. Basically, <laughs> that is the moral of Greece. She wants <laughs> to get on. She puts on skin-tight leather and behaves like a tart. That is Greece. 
It's a terrible, terrible film. Uh, it's uh, a terrible I, I did not see that coming. Send, not, send no, all complaints, go. if you like wearing leather jackets, to duncan.strip at Wickham Sound. Leather jackets are rarely skin tight. Well, that's true. But I, she has to wear skin tight leather jackets. I've been 80 since yeah. I've seen it, but the music's good. Do you not like the music? No, the awful. Style is good. Sorry? I mean, the grease style. That's the grease mm-hmm. style, the. the Okay, yes, 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 okay. Anyway, Mary Poppins is fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> it's, sorry, what? It's what? It's fantastic. fantastic. It's, it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes, Moving on. Uh, this week's number three, last week's number one, it's Stan and Ollie. And if you want to win some Stan and Ollie goodies, give us a call on 01494 or WhatsApp us on the same number or go to one of our many social media yes. sites and tell us what were Stan and Ollie better known as. Yeah. And you can win all those goodies. You've got roughly 15 minutes to get your answer in. Good. But Stan and Ollie's well, we can have a review good. on the Sorry, film or Stan and Ollie is very good. It's, okay. a, it's a lovely film about the life of, of Stan, Stan and, and Ollie. Ollie. Sorry, he, nearly the he nearly said the answer. Uh, about Stan and Ollie uh, towards the end of their life. When they and who come, are they? Come Sorry, to the Stan UK. and Ollie? They are a Also known of, as... Yeah, probably known as... Yes, it's when they came to the UK to do a theatre tour at the end of their uh, career, when they, their uh, film career had stalled. And it, it's lovely. It's a very nice, warm-hearted film. Good. And obviously it's doing really well because... It's we all love Stan and Ollie. No, it's aimed at an audience oh, okay. that you know uh, aren't going to the cinema on a Friday and Saturday night. They're going to the cinema during the week. Is it doing better? And you might not know the answer to this. Probably but not. is it doing better over here or in America? Oh, it's doing better over here. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would. Yeah, because we love everyone loves Stan and Ollie exactly. over here. Yes. Um, now, what Dun- are they called? Stan and Ollie. Mm. Uh, La- Duncan is useless, so can't tell us about this one because he's not seen it. No, I sit back. Uh, this week's number two, brand new at number two, is Mary Queen of Scots. Toby! Here we go. Has notes as well. I've got a few notes. Oh, I've got a few notes. Okay, let's go. So, before, before I jump into this... Just turn our microphones off, Duncan, and just let him talk. Oh. Off you go, Toby. This again, OK. Uh, now, before, before I jump into this, this is really not my type of film, normally. Like, period drama, you know, not my, really my type of film. But actually, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I thought the acting was really, really good, especially the, the lead. Um, what's her name? I always forget her name. Sorry, Duncan, I will need you for that. Margot Robbie. No, Saoirse no. Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. She was really, really good. Margot Robbie's not in it as much as I thought she'd be, actually. Oh. So she's not, she's not in it that much. Um, well, to be honest, it is called Mary Queen of Scots, and she isn't playing Mary Queen of Scots, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Clues in the title. Um, I thought the scenery and the cinematography was great. Uh, the locations were absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> I did think the storyline was good, however, I think it dragged on a little bit. I mean, the whole film is kind of the build-up to them both meeting when they shouldn't, but... No. But um, the whole build-up is to the meeting. I just think it dragged on a little bit. However, that's just maybe because it's not my type of film. Is it... Because something I find with these kind of films, which I didn't with The Favourite, mm. is it a bit BBC Two Sunday Afternoon? No, no, no. no. It's oh, okay. very violent. Oh, OK. And there's a lot of sexual scenes on. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, a lot of... I didn't expect that as well. Wow. Uh, definitely not BBC Two. If you watch it, you'll know exactly what I mean. OK. Cool. Um, but it is... Yeah, there's a lot of violence. And did you recognise David Tennant? Yes. Oh, okay. Because people Straight are saying away. they don't recognise him. I can see why, mm. but I I used to watch Doctor Who when he was Doctor I Who. I really time. like David Tennant. Yeah, he's a good. Guy. I I think he's very. Good. I think he's a very good actor. Why are you being defensive? I, I didn't say I'm he was not, a bad no, actor. No. I just I said, just wanted I just to recognise him. He's a bad actor. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> no, no. I just wanted to take this time to praise him. No, okay. he's a, he's a He's a great guy. I think he's a great, great I guy. Met I haven't met him. I haven't met him. I haven't met him. Blimey. Okay. No, because I was, I was thinking about David Tennant. This sounds weird now. But, you know, he got, like, at the BAFTAs a couple of years ago. When were got, you thinking about him? <laughs> on the way here, actually. Um, he got a Lifetime Achievement or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he really deserves that. 
Okay, good. I really like David Tennant. All right, so, okay, calm down. Good. We had this last week with Marvel. <laughs> you did. On your high horse. Sorry. All of a sudden. I just really like so David anyway, Tennant. So anyway, let's have a quick five minutes um, to talk about David Tennant. He, again, he's, you know what? he was great. He, he's not in it much at all. No, really. I'm not going to now. <laughs> But I uh, know, I think I watched um, a lot of Doctor Who when he was Doctor mm. Who, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, as soon as he started talking, I knew it was him. Oh, okay. Julie Walters, yeah. Bayamax, <laughs> yeah. David Tennant. Bayamax? From Big Hero 6, which right. is my favourite Marvel-esque film. Right, so so you've got two real people sandwiched, <laughs> and in between them sandwiched a, um, a, an animated yeah. character. The top two. Should I tell you why they're number one and two? Yeah. Because both of them have made me cry with laughter. I watched Big Hero 6 again at the weekend, I was... In tears. Excellent. Yeah. Wow, this is turning into a little, little therapy session <laughs> every week for you, it's isn't great, it? isn't it? <laughs> okay, good. So that's Miracle, but recommended. Yeah, as out I say. Oh, out I mean, of ten. Does, out it, of ten. Does, does it get the Toby... Go and see it. ...seal of approval? Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, yes. Okay. Um, but for me, I probably wouldn't see it again. It, it's kind of the whole film is... The, it's like a game of marriage versus independence. Is it subtle? <laughs> Some things are. <laughs> okay, Did you see it on a bus? No, out of ten. <laughs> uh, for me, personally, again, it's not my type of film on paper. But, it's not a um, cup of tea. Six. That's all right. That's six. Right. six recommendation. Over, six over half. Five. I think that's a recommendation from Mr Stubbs. Yes. Okay, no. that's Mary Queen of Scots number two, which leaves us with the UK number one film, which is... Smashing because it's <laughs> the glass. <laughs> uh, and the more I think about this, the more I liked it. Oh, good. Um, it finishes off his trilogy of films from Unbreakable and Split. Any more? Uh, what? Is what? he going to make anymore? Is he going to make anymore? Um, I mean, it got a critical panning. Right. It got terrible reviews. Mm. But oh, really? it only cost him... Uh, $20 million to oh. make. Oh, only. Only? I've, I've uh, got that. Yeah, I've got that too as well. <laughs> we should make a film. Yeah, 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 should we, should we make, make a film? film? Yeah, yeah. You, could, you two just, just pack it in. <laughs> okay. It only cost him $20 million, which he self-financed oh. uh, and then uh, then sold Blimey. it to a studio to release. And it's made over $150 million. So it's it's a... Financial success, so they could make another one. Yes. Do you know what he should do? And this leads on to something we're talking later. We, he should do a festival I on thought, an island. Do you know what? I thought you were going to say he should employ David Tennant <laughs> in his next film. <laughs> you know what? Alongside Julie Waters and an animated character. Yes. Yes, he should. That'll be Luke's new favourite film. That's my new favourite film, <laughs> yes. yeah. Okay. But Glasses, I think it's really good. It's got, I say, it's, ignore the reviews. Go and see it. If you, it's, it oh, but only if you've seen Unbreakable and Split, otherwise it's going to make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Uh, question. Tell me what you think about me. I've seen Split, but I haven't seen Unbreakable. Mm -hmm. So will I still not get any mm, of it? There'll be no, there'll be stuff you don't understand. So it's best to see Unbreakable. Okay. And it's a Disney film as well. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. What? A, it, I like Disney because Disney are doing like non-Disney films as well. Disney always did do yeah. non-Disney, but they were under the banner of Touchstone films. Yes, so, or now Marvel. Uh, and Marvel now, yeah. or Star Wars and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, so that is the top ten films at the UK box office. We'll take a break and we'll come back with reviews of The Mule, Vice and Fire. Love music, love talk, love Wickham sound. Very quickly then, we were talking about Bohemian Rhapsody earlier. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's in the news again because it's been removed as a nominee for a major LGBT award show following new accusations of sexual assault against its director, Brian Singer. So it was up for um, a lot of awards at the GLAAD Awards, G-L-A-A-D, and it has now been removed. So I don't know whether that's going to cause problems with the Oscars. Because Rami Malek know. is kind of a shoo-in for Best Actor at the moment. He's mm. winning everything. So uh, I don't know if that's going to affect his um, I don't prospects. Know. I don't know. Well, when do you, if they were going to announce it, when do you think they would announce it? If they announce were going to, 
if they were going to take him out of the nomination. Oh no, I don't think they'll take him out of the nominations. I oh. just think it, will it affect the oh, vo- him the, winning the voting? Will oh, I people see. not vote see. for him? You know, that's that's what uh, I'm thinking. Could do, could do. Yeah, it could have an effect on him. But uh, but having said that, um, Brian Singer is making a new film, and apparently that he's not been stopped from doing that. So he's still going ahead and making this new big budget. Has it film. been? Com- is it only allegations, or <laughs> has it been confirmed? It's all allegations. Okay, but you know that didn't stop a lot of other people anyone else yeah, losing their jobs. Very true. So, yeah. Yes. Um, what would you like to talk about? A uh, beautiful boy. Just quickly. Go on then. It's not in the top ten. Oh, oh not Luke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's uh, it's not in the top ten. It, it's it's not. number twelve this week. But I saw it um, very recently. Well done. And, well uh, done. Thank well you. Done. Toby saw thank you. two films. Woo! I know. I was hanging on. I'm just going to get some. Yeah. Notes again. I know. Well. So, for me, I think I could kind of relate to it being a son, kind of. Um, And also it it kind of shows the, you know, the the parents' side of things and the stress of having a a child. But, but yeah, that's it. So, yes, sorry. Do you agree with the fact that... As a drug addict, he sh- the, the, the half about the father was a lot more affecting than the half about the son. Yes. Do you agree? Yeah. Good. That's all I want. I, I, I just want people to agree with me, basically. That's all I want. But um, not too much to ask, is it? Just, just a few, few more little things. Yes. I think um, I've really only seen Steve Carell in comedies. Have you? Re- yeah. Things Have you like never Anchorman. seen Foxcatcher? No. I really want to see that. I never got around to it. I should probably watch that. Mm. Um, and he's a, this film just showed me he's a very versatile actor. He's very no, he is, good. He's at, very good. He's, he's in very the good Long at, Way Home as well with um, Sam Rockwell, which he's he's really good in that. Is that recent? Uh, three or four years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. He's in Vice, which we'll be talking about. I haven't uh, seen that either. In the moment. Oh, he's been busy this year. Yeah, he's been he? busy. Talking of things you haven't seen, me and Luke <laughs> had a question for you. Okay. Because you had a Christmas present from me. Yes. Uh, I think it's under a bed somewhere, and you've never bed, even no. opened it. It's not under a bed. Where is it? It's on a coffee table in the lounge. Oh, has it been opened? Yeah, I've opened it. Oh, yeah. okay, good. There we go. I've, I was I've wrong. Read, I've read through it. <coughs> He's read through it. Well done. Yeah. You're allowed to be wrong. It's fine. <coughs> well, okay, yeah. good, excellent. That's but, all I wanted to know. Okay, brilliant, yeah. lovely. Well, that was a great chat. <laughs> Same time next week. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, so beautiful boy, you would recommend it. So you, I you highly recommend it. I mean, it is about. Drug addiction, so it's quite a dark topic in there. There are some sort of hard scenes to watch, but I think I watched it with my mum and dad, funny enough, and they found it harder to watch. They related to it much more than I did, being parents mm. and just you know the stress of. Did they keep giving you worrying looks? No, because you're no. a you're a rock star, so well, you're not, you know you're predisposed I, I to become a drug that. addict, aren't you? Really? Uh, I don't, I don't no, think, don't think so. No. Okay, just thought. Um, you live in a world, re- really weird world, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> my whole worldview is informed by films. You see, and in films, yeah. if you're a rock star, you end that up is, yeah, that is being right. a drug addict and hanging yourself in your garage. <laughs> Blimey. Happy and Monday, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers for A Star well, Is Born. That's, uh, I don't know what happened. Okay, There's been three of those films. Uh, if that's we don't true. know that already, that's then very there true. we go. Okay, so that's Beautiful Boy. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, it is a bit dark, but yeah, it's a very, very, very good. Okay. I've had a very good uh, Out this week, uh, let's do The Mule, shall we? This is a new mm. film from Clint Eastwood, who directed and stars in. He stars as a 90-year-old man. <coughs> How old is he actually? Sorry to he's, interrupt. He's roughly not. He's 88, 89, right. so he's playing his age right. uh, and he's a horticulturist who um, grows these special lilies and he spent his whole life obsessing about his work which means he's neglected his family right. um, we see him at the start uh, uh, a convention uh, and we find out that he's missing his daughter's wedding to, to do a work convention <clears throat> then we skip forward 15 years to find out his house has been repossessed he's not got any money because um, the internet has taken over the buying and selling of flowers he can't do his job properly anymore because he's a 
around peg in a square hole. <clears throat> when somebody suggests to him that because he spent his life driving from place to place selling these flowers, that uh, they have a friend who wants someone to drive. They just right. want someone to pick something up and drive it to another spot. He never thinks to ask what he is he's driving, when, of course, he's becoming a drug mule. He, found, he finds this out halfway through. But because he's an old man who's never had a ticket, he's never had a speeding fine or anything like that, he's the perfect foil um, for a drug mule. Yeah. Here is a very short clip. Need help, sir? Oh, uh, officer, hi. You need help? Uh, no, no, I'm fine, thank you. What do you got there? Uh, well, pecans. I'm delivering pecans to my niece. And pecans? Her. Yeah, pecans. She makes the worst pecan pie you've ever tasted. I feel sorry for her husband, but and I feel sorry for the pecans, too. <laughs> <laughs> Family's the most important thing. Don't do what I did. I put work in front of family. I thought it was more important to be somebody out there than the damn failure I was in my own home. That's Clint Eastwood, un unmistakable Clint Eastwood in The Mule. So it becomes, it's, it's kind of advertised as a thriller and it's not, it's just a drama about redemption and about an old man coming to terms with the fact that he's uh, ruined other people's lives, his wife's life, because his wife has divorced him, his daughter's hasn't spoken to him for 15 years, and becoming a drugs mule gives him something to do and he, he's only going to do it once to get the money he needs to rescue his house, but because he gets so much money he keeps doing it over and over again. So there are things to like in it because his performance is, is it's nice to see him on the big screen um, it's very old fashioned you know there's no clever camera trickery or anything like that right. uh, and there's some lovely touches where it falls down quite badly is in its treatment of women uh, in, in this there are only two types of women uh, relatives of Clint's who do nothing but moan and prostitutes. There's no, there's no other kind of women. That's two types. You can't count. That's what I said. You there said are, three. I said there are only two types. Sure, I said three. I think you said two. I'm really sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, I did. I, Pay attention. Okay, sorry, sorry. There are only two mate. types. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of scenes which <laughs> seem incredibly misjudged because, you know, Clint Eastwood is a grizzled old man, but he sometimes somehow manages to have two threesomes in this film with lithe 20-something girls. And it all it's all a, a little bit icky in its treatment of women. What's the, the, what's the rating? It's treatment of women leaves a really sour taste in the mouth. It's it's quite a strange I mean he didn't write it, somebody else did, who also wrote his other film, Gran Turismo, which was a lot better film. Mm. If you cut if you'd cut those two scenes out where he somehow ends up with these women, you've got a much better film. Because it is quite a sweet film about redemption. But there's an awful lot of foreshadowing. Oh, okay. Oh, not I'm, a fan of foreshadowing? Oh, not when it's so in your face. Right. Things happen in the first ten minutes, which you're basically checking off the list, saying, oh, he's missed that, so he'll go, oh, yes, that, uh, that, that's going to happen because of that. So, yeah, and it all pans out exactly as you think. Out of ten? Uh, five. Oh, oh really? Oh. It would have got a seven if the, its treatment of women had been better. But Did you see uh, Transporter with, um, what's his name? I Jason Statham. Yes. Is it sounds kind of similar storyline because that's what he is. He's just a driver. I mean, it's he doesn't really know what he's taking. He's just tra he's driving one thing A to B. Yeah, except kind of. 
Clint never goes above 30 and there's no... Well, yeah, apart from that. And... Yeah, OK. Oh, fine. no, Clint knows what he's transporting after the second journey. He, oh, OK. He looks in the bag and he realises what he's transporting, but he doesn't mind because he's getting paid ridiculous amounts dollar, of money dollar. to do it. So, yeah. to summarise, Toby... No. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Do we have another film review? Go on, then. Uh, Vice. Tell me more. This is an Oscar-nominated, multiple Oscar-nominated film. Uh, The story of Dick Cheney, who was an unassuming bureaucrat uh, who quietly wielded immense power as vice president to George Bush, reshaping the country and the globe in ways that we still feel today. So did, did everyone know who Dick Cheney was? No. You'd never heard of him? No. Really? I've heard of him, but I, didn't, yeah. I don't know. OK, so he was um, he was a failure at school, he was a bully at school, um, uh, but then he got a job in Washington. Uh, and he climbed his way up the corporate ladder very, very quietly and very insidiously, uh, and no-one really knew who he was, but he suddenly became more and more prominent within Washington. Uh, until, And he was going to be in government until the Republicans lost the elections. Then he went and he became um, a CEO of an oil company. But when George Bush was running for president, he decided he needed someone who knew the inside of Washington uh, better than he did, and that was Dick Cheney. So he asked him if he would be his vice president. Here's a clip. So we're going to do this thing, or what? Is this happening? I want you to be my VP. You're the solution to my problem. Um, CEO of a large company. I have been uh, Secretary of Defense. I have been the Chief of Staff. Uh, the Vice Presidency is mostly a uh, symbolic job. Right, right. I can see how that wouldn't be uh, enticing to you. However, the Vice Presidency is also defined by the President. And if we were to come to a uh, different understanding uh-huh go on i'm listening maybe i can uh, handle some of the more mundane jobs overseeing uh, bureaucracy managing military uh energy uh foreign policy that sounds good no problemo we got a deal then i believe this can work Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell, both Oscar nominated for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. It sounded like it was going to Winnie the Pooh. Halfway like, do, 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 the music did. It kind of sounded like a build-up to a villainous plot with the, um... Oh, it, it, well, yes, if you, if you see, you don't know your American history, you see, no, it is a villainous plot. So Dick Cheney uh, what, decide, didn't want to be George Bush's uh, vice president because he knew vice president was a, a nothing role. You were just a figurehead. But then he realised George Bush was a little bit thick. So he could negotiate all those things so that he was more in charge and he could basically run the government from the inside. And that's kind of what he did. He ran George Bush's government. He started the war on terror. So after 9-11, it was uh, Dick Cheney that told people that um, Saddam Hussein was to blame even though there was no proof. It was him that uh, led the war in Iraq, even though there was no proof they had weapons of mass destruction. He created the... Um, what's it? Of terror. What's it called? The Axis of Evil. He created that. That was just a, a fabrication. And indirectly, because of the way he bigged up one of the people he said was a criminal, uh, was a terrorist, he basically created ISIS himself. He, because of what he did and what he said, he formed ISIS, basically. 
or ISIS formed because of what he did. He was a, a very evil man. And Is he still alive? I think yes. he's still alive. And Christian Bale, when he won his, um, Oscar, uh, his Golden Globe, he said, I want to thank Satan for this role, because he, he compares him to Satan. Uh, would you like some Christian, Christian Bale sort of bit of new, well, not news, but exclusive, possibly, is the best word? Yes. He's Batman. Uh, he's Batman. Spoilers. <laughs> um, an excuse for you. At the age of five, mm. the Jackie Palmer's agency, e.g. Um, our next-door neighbours, mm. um, got him a job uh, in what? What do you think he got what, first? An advert. An advert, yes, an advert. Kleenex. No. Sugar puffs. No. Uh, Smarties. Uh, Cadbury. No, Weetabix. <sighs> uh, his sister Louise worked in Panto at the Windsor. Uh, in the Windsor? In at, the Windsor. At Windsor, playing Little Red Riding Hood. Mm. They moved shortly afterwards to Spain. Thank oh, you, Lord Christopher. Christopher. Thank you, Lord Chris. Very good. Oh, Mason. someone's got their hand in there. I'd like to confirm that Dick Cheney is still alive, but I there we think go. he's... He's... It doesn't say that he's in office. He's not doing Oh, that. no, I don't think... No, 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 no. he's definitely not in office no. now. Although, I mean, you know, obviously after Bush we had... Um, Obama. Obama, and everyone thought everything was fine again, and now, of course, we've got Donald Trump, and probably people are looking back at Dick Cheney and thinking of the good old days. <laughs> well, possibly. Um, question. Oh, question. Tell me what you think about me. This is going from uh, Christian Bale's appearance. Is that a fat suit? I think did he put on I think weight? it's part fat suit and part he put on an awful lot oh, of weight because he is that? virtually unrecognisable. Could you mm. imagine, you know, you pick up, you know, you know, this is what you've got to do for this role, you need to gain weight. Mm. Just like, take me to the next diner. Well, yeah, and if someone's saying, you know, we'll pay you five million... Yeah. ...put on some weight, yeah. I would do that. I would. I would, I would lose do that. Look, here's well, loads well, of Big Macs. We'll give uh, you five million. <laughs> here's some bacon. <laughs> but this is, uh, this is uh, Adam McKay's um, follow-up to The Big Short, uh, which was about the financial crash and mm, uh, the mortgage that. crisis, which was a really good film. This isn't as good as that, no. but it is still very good. Out of ten? Uh, seven. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, that's good. Steve Carell's in it as Donald, Rump Donald Rumsfeld, doing a very good impression of Donald Rumsfeld. Amy Adams is very good as Dick Cheney's wife. Uh, it does David a Tennant? No, don't, no. don't. <laughs> Sorry, stop is obsessing. It, is it talky-talky? It's, oh, it's talky-talky. It's like okay. the big short. It's talky-talky. Right. And there's a wonderful little switch in the middle where it su suddenly says what happened to Dick Cheney. He went and lived a quiet life fishing and the credits start rolling. And two people in front of me, the film had only been on 45 minutes, two people in front of me got up and no, walked out. Really? Too, but then it sort of does a quick cut yeah. because it's just falling. Yeah, the, the credits aren't rolling. It was just showing a false ending. So it's very much like the big short. There are break, right, okay. breaks of the fourth wall. They talk to camera. Uh, it's very clever. It's very talky. It's not as good as the big short, but it's still worth seeing. There you go. Uh, but again, it's nominated for Best Film and Best Director at the Oscars. I don't think it's that good. Is he up for Best Actor? Yes, yes. He's yeah. won the Golden Globe and he's up for Best Actor at this, but I don't think it's Oscar-worthy. No. The performances are very good, but again, they're impersonations. Very good impersonations, but they're still impersonations. OK. Uh, now, in what is probably a record for this programme, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about a film that all four of us have seen. That, Here we go. I mean, I think it is. It's not Avengers. <coughs> Mason hasn't seen Avengers. Yes, I had. <laughs> not at the time you hadn't. Not when we reviewed it. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you see? Yeah, yeah. This is the first time. Okay. And the film we're going to talk about is Fire. F-Y-R-E. F-Y-R-E. This is a Netflix uh, exclusive get, documentary. It's Netflix version because there's one on Hulu there's as well. There's a Hulu one. It's yeah. like a companion piece, yeah. yes. Uh, this is the story of... Uh, it's an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the infamous unravelling of the Fire Music Festival, which was set up by Billy McFarland, who was a... Entitled rich kid, let's yes. call him, who yeah. thought uh, he could do anything and he thought it would be very, very easy to buy a tropical island and put on a music festival. Just the whole of it. I was just going, 
What are you doing? And why did he film it as well? Uh, i tell you why he filmed it. Why? Because he was a narcissist and an egotist. <laughs> okay, and he thought he was God's gift. So I think that's why but he wanted everything. I think he thought it was going to be Glastonbury yeah. and Woodstock, Woodstock rolled into one. So he wanted everything filmed for posterity. In the, be- in the beginning, I might... In the I'm, beginning, I might, God I'm, made the earth. <laughs> I might... A bit forward than that. Okay. I might be hated here. In the beginning, before... They got kicked off the island. Yeah, the first time. I was, I was like, this guy's a bit arrogant, but he's okay. I can see what he's going for. And then as as the, as yeah, the film went on, a, I was a bit like, oh, actually, there was a sort of like, he's a bit of a meh, but, but, uh, but then it went. He's sort of no swift, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, he's going for. Something. But I think the turning point for me was when, you know, he said, you know, you're going to be on Pablo Escobar's island. They're like, don't don't <laughs> call it that. And he's yes. like, you're going to be on Pablo Escobar's island. <laughs> like, okay, get off. But there was like six islands that it yeah. was. Ridic- I forgot about this that happened because I can remember Blink One Eight Two tweeting, "We're no longer going to it," and trending on Twitter. I was going, "What is this?" And so looked I up. I don't remember seeing it on social media at all. Anything about no. it at all, Mason? No, I could- uh, it's the first time I've ever heard of this fire festival. Just and me then. It's it's an absolute mess. They really didn't think of anything or plan anything through properly. No, at all. It was. It's. Rid- I, do, oh. I think they thought. Like a... I think they thought people would just turn up and it would just happen organically. <laughs> uh, but when you saw what they'd built, because people were promised uh, luxury villas, weren't they? That's what they were paying mm. four or five thousand yeah. dollars for a luxury villa, and it was basically a nuclear fallout tent <laughs> on and it what was... looked like um, it's a... A, a, a disused nuclear no, no, no. waste. Site. So it was it was hurricane. They just used them the tents on the previous hurricane season. Mm. Because um, it's in Barbados, so they get hit by hurricanes quite a lot. Um, but it was—I've looked it up since—and it's in like a—it's in a key. It's where boats go and park their boats. Where boats yeah. go and park their boats. Yeah, yeah why not? We'll go with more. that. More, more. Thank you. Um, so that's what it was used for. And then, just ridiculously—they brought in sand. They built at least they built the stage. They did build a stage. Mm. Yes, but hardly Toby. anyone got paid. No, no, no one got paid. No one got so, paid. T- but Toby, so you're in a, in a group. Mm. If somebody said to you, "We're starting this festival," would you come and form? Would you do due diligence, or would you just go, "Oh yes, we'll do it"? Because they got all these bands to sign up to yeah. it. But is that just because you're told they... it's a festival and you just believe what people tell you? Um, I don't know. I mean, I personally would do a bit of research. Yeah, but they lied to everybody, festival. though, didn't they? Not oh, even yes. the bands, but even the people that said, "Look, you're going to live in a, you're going to live in a thing. You're going to yeah. have all the all the bands had like houses that they were." So no one really knew until they got there how bad it was. It's the power of social media. It really is, and influencers. Which it's had a good spin though, because something good has come out of it that mm. everyone now that's on social media has to say. Yes. If they're an advert if, or if not. If your ad is um, yeah. is an advert, you have to say that it's an advert. Hashtag yes. ad. Um, I do, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's if, what came out of it. Was on Instagram and stuff. If you're like, like, if you follow someone like Tom Daly, who I follow, mm. right. there'll be his personal posts, which are fancy, and yeah. then there'll be him making an omelette. Yeah. Right. But he has yes, to, he has to ad. hashtag uh, advertisement and, and who yeah. he's advertising for. So it I has to be clearly that. stated. It, that's yeah. been sort of going on for two years because it came up again because people weren't doing it and they're like, yeah. So it's like at least something good, something small, something small has come out of it. it. But then when he got out on bail. Billy. He just started a new company. And he got it filmed as well. I know. I d- yeah, I don't know why he let- allowed himself to be filmed once he'd come out of jail. He was on- so he's on bail, yeah. sets up a fake company selling tickets to things that he hasn't got tickets for no. just to get the money off people. But then one of them... Who- the, st- the strange thing is, the strange thing is, the yeah. people they targeted for yeah. this new company were the people who he'd targeted for fire. Yes. So all these people who had been through hell yeah. for fire, he suddenly thought, 
oh, they're going to trust another company selling them something else. And they all realised, fire. Yes. Um, but then one of them that is that was one of the part, the first part, was an ex-music person or something? Ja yes. That's the one, Jarul. Jarul. He has his own company doing that again. Mm. Yes. I, it's ridiculous. Because it's, fire started as an app, didn't it? It was going to be the Uber for bands. Mm. Where yeah. You, where you just... You click on the band you want. I would like 12-hour avenue to come yeah, and play at... Exactly. Oh, you get them cheap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two Twix bars and a big fizzy pop. That's all we I'll, pay I'll Toby. I'll do it, I'll do it. That's all we pay Toby for what's the worst that could happen. You performed this weekend, didn't you? Or were you performing this weekend? Uh, we performed on Saturday. Where was that? Uh, Portsmouth. How did it go? Yeah, good. Yeah? Good. That's why he's tired. Can you, can you perform somewhere nearer so that we can... Yeah. Come? Yeah, well, we're, we're writing some new songs at the moment and then we're going to... Or somewhere like Portsmouth, VIP backstage passes for us, and then we'll come. Or the Blue Room. Yes, upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. even easier. But VIP okay. tickets would be great. Sweet. Uh, but Fire is worth watching. I have seen a few reviews of people saying you shouldn't watch it. Okay. Why? Because some of the money, one of the people listed as a producer yeah. is one of the people involved in Fire, and so oh. they are getting fi making financial gain from it. But then, and same for the Hulu documentary yeah. as well, some of the others like that. So, right. yeah. Um, but, but, they have but then they've already paid for it, though, haven't they? Netflix already give it. It's not like you watch it and they get £12.50. Is it, is it, how does it work I on Netflix? I have no idea how it works. Okay, good. I'm not a filmmaker. Just, I don't know. <laughs> just quickly, I think someone has started up a crowdfunder for, for the staff that didn't get paid. Yes, I think they they've have. Well, last time I looked, they made 60000 Yeah, i got to admit, I know there's, there was a certain amount of schadenfreude in it because these people who paid $5,000, $6,000... Uh, I, I, I didn't do that. I didn't feel that sorry mm. for them. I thought, well, you kind of got what you deserve. I mean... Would you? I mean, I'm, people love Blink, and I'm sure I've not seen them live. But would you pay that mo no. money to go and see them? Definitely. No, no, it'd have to be someone. You know, Kate Bush would have to. Would come you out pay five thousand pounds to pay Kate to see Bush? Kate Bush on a private island? Would you? Mm, if I had it, yes. I can... If I had it, okay. Yes. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Think I what know. you could do with that. I'm very rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I am. I dress down. Okay, yeah. How about that new kitchen? I am very... Oh, yeah. Don't, no, don't okay. mention oh, new sorry. kitchens. Okay, Goodness sake. Uh, so that's, that's Fire. It is available to watch now on Netflix. Netflix. Yes. We've not, no time to go through any of the film news. So well, we'll what's coming out next week? next week? I have no idea what's out <laughs> next week, so we can't even Should we do another that. Netflix thing? Should we do one each week? We can do a Netflix that? one, oh, yes. We've done Bird Box. I've got a jingle for it. I completely forgot about it. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I'll add it in the podcast as a special bit. I'll tell you what bit. we should do, because it's nominated for all the Oscars, we should watch Roma. Okay. Oh, is yeah. that the yeah, black yeah. and white? Yes, yeah. that is on Netflix. So next week we'll be reviewing Roma, the Oscar-nominated new film from Alfonso Cuaron, the director of Gravity and Children of Is Pain. it a silent movie? No, it is not a silent okay. movie. Do not worry. Uh, thank you very much for listening. That's it for this week. Toby, thank, thank you. you. Luke, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mason, thank you. Thank you. Back next week with a review of Roma, and I will be back on Sunday for Sunday Breakfast. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.